The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And good afternoon, everybody, or good something whenever you're joining us, if you're time-shifting or you're not in my time zone. My name is Ron Miller, and I am the Blindness Technology Training Specialist with Vispero in the Training Department, and I get to be your presenter today, which I always enjoy. I'm glad you guys let me keep coming back. At least the door hasn't been locked so far. So today, we're going to talk about using JAWS speech and sound schemes with Word and some of the flexibility that that might add for you as you're using Word as a productivity tool and just doing the things that you want to do, whether it's for work or for home. Um, There's so many places that Microsoft Word is showing up and being used, obviously. So let's talk about that. As I sometimes do, I want to give you a little bit of history. Not much, not much. But the JAWS Speech and Sounds Scheme Manager, originally JAWS Speech and Sound Manager, uh, was first introduced back in... Let's see, JAWS version 5. I don't know what that date would be, (laughs) but it's a long time ago. Um, I'm sure somebody could Google it and and produce a factoid, but we won't worry about that. So long ago, when JAWS 5 was introduced, one of the things that came along with it as a brand new what's new topic was the Speech and Sound Schemes Manager. And uh, we're going to circle back around and look at that. It's been a while since I've played with it. And and what it does is the speech and sound schemes give you the ability to use sound effects or changes in uh, the JAWS speech uh, to learn... Uh, well, changes in... in, in I mean, <laughs> I'm going to do that again. Um Maybe, if my computer will cooperate. Okay, so what it does is you can use different uh, voices or sound effects or changes in the way JAWS speech sounds, and you can get information about a number of things. Um, the type of controls which, is, which have just gained focus, uh, the state of a control which has just gained focus, Oh, attribute information about the text, where the active cursor is, whether it's bold or underlined, italicized, uh, its color, that kind of thing. Uh, the font style and size of the active cursor, information about the foreground and background color that I kind of alluded to already. And that's at the, um, the, the again, the pos- this is all the position of the active cursor, right? Um, if you are worried about or need to know about uh, indentation and how you're formatting your paragraphs and your documents. It can give you information uh, about oh, uh, the how far information or your text is indented at the active cursor. There's some some choices for that. Um, incidentally, if you're in uh, an HTML document, you're viewing the web. This kind of stuff can also be uh, communicated to you as you're browsing the web. So headings and other things, that, you know, links, things that I'm, we won't get into here because this is specifically about Word. Um, there's a bunch of miscellaneous stuff you can also find out. Um, oh, whether the, 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 whether the uh, characters at the active cursor are uppercase, whether they're in quotation marks, a number of things like that. Now, the Speech and Sounds Manager is where we actually set up custom schemes that will perform uh, all of the tasks that we're talking about, all the voice changes, play all the special sounds for the various situations that uh, I just described above. So to give you information about controls, attributes, font information, all of that. So let's start out by taking a look at the uh, Speech and Sounds Manager, uh, the dialogue that's there. There's actually two ways to open this, and I'm going to show you both of them. I will tell you my favorite after I show you both of them, okay, just so you can make up your mind about uh, which ones you think might be useful or might not be useful. Okay. In both instances, we're going to do this in JAWS Setting Center. And uh, I'm going to give you a little more information as we go, okay? So let me turn speech on first. Oops. 
Helps if I actually direct the correct computer. Full speech. That's better. So we're going to go into the speech and sound. <laughs> well, we'll get there. We're going to go into the JAWS setting center and then into speech and sounds uh, manager. You'll see. So let's press insert plus numbers row six. That's the row across the QWERTY keyboard. So insert six. Zoom software JAWS setting center dialog search box edit control plus E. So you heard JAWS say <laughs> so you heard JAWS say Zoom software when you open up. JAWS Setting Center, uh, you will find that very often there is a special configuration file for the application that you're running. And that's a good thing. One of the things that makes JAWS such a powerful screen reader and such a useful tool is it can be customized and made to work even better with specific applications to give you the maximum uh, level of accessibility uh, that can be done. And that means sometimes JAWS has to be tweaked. Sometimes JAWS has to be informed about uh, situations and sources and attributes and things it needs to look for or events uh, as it's working in a specific application. So in this instance, we have a configuration file for Zoom, which is loaded because this computer right now is in Zoom. And so that's what's loaded. If I want to invoke the global or the default configuration, which you want to do most of the time unless you're doing something specifically for an application, I would press, and I will press, Control-Shift-D like Delta or D like default. Here we go. JAWS setting center default all applications. Okay. And now, any changes I make to any of the JAWS settings in setting center will be globally applied. We're going to drill down to specific uh, for Word in just a moment or three. But let's just take a look at uh, the setting center. So as I said, there's a couple of ways to get here. Now, I'm in a search box, right? Let's, let's say the current line. Search box edit. And I can use this search box just like we would, would in Windows. Uh, I can start to type the thing that I'm looking for and JAWS will try to find it. It's a progressive find. So as I type, it will refine what I'm looking for. I'm going to enter speech and sound. I'm not going to put the final S on sound. Uh, I could just do it with speech, but there's more choices. The thing to remember when you're using this uh, edit field and you're typing in this find is you have to be a little bit quick in your search in, uh, in your in your search input. If you're too slow, JAWS starts treating each letter as if it's the beginning of a new word. So speech and sound. Speech and sound schemes, one of two search results. Aha, and it got me what I wanted. I'm going to arrow down. Sound, two search results, list box, speech and sound schemes. Okay, so speech and sound schemes is what I want. And I'll press arrow, uh, I'll press enter here. Enter, search edit box cleared, preview, speech and sound schemes, closed, 7 of 26. So I've been moved to the tree view that is the kind of the heart of setting center, jaw setting center, and I'm on the speech and sound schemes branch or node, if you're a programmer, often they call them nodes on the tree. I call it a branch because that's what I was taught forever. I'm on the speech and sounds branch, and that branch is currently closed. If I press right arrow and open that branch, which I'll do, speech and sound schemes open three items. You'll hear that there's three items on this branch, sub branches, if you will. Let's press down arrow. Level one, active speech and sound scheme classic, one of three speech and sound schemes. Okay, so the classic speech and sound scheme is what is currently uh, being used. Let me arrow down again. Scheme description JAWS will behave like prior versions with format and text options switched off. So it's telling me that JAWS, JAWS will behave like prior versions. This text goes back a long way. <laughs> I don't remember what prior versions acted like prior to JAWS 5. I, I did use JAWS back then, but as I've told you before in this webinar, my forgettery is much better than my memory. So even though JAWS is assuring me that speech will act like it did before, I don't re really remember before, uh, not, at, not at an active level. Um, but it will act like it did before, which which means it will will read as we expect. Um, and format and text options are right now they're they're turned off. So 
you'll see a little bit more about what that means, but it just means as we're reading through text, JAWS is not going to give me font information, color information, attribute information, any of that stuff. That's all turned off, and you just hear JAWS reading as we expect it to read. Let's arrow down one more time for our third item. Modify schemes, dot, dot, dot. Okay, here's the biggie. Modify schemes. That means I can go in and I can make changes to these sound schemes and make them behave more like I want them to while I'm in Word, say, composing a document or reading documents. The dot, dot, dot indicates that there is uh, more here than I'm going to get on the tree. We have to switch to a different pane. Modify schemes, dot, 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 three of three. Thank you. That I have to switch panes to actually uh, interact with this dialogue that will come up. But before I do that, let me show you the second way, uh, the alternative way to get to this place in the tree. I'm going to press escape. Escape. Zoom webinar. Mute. Currently unmuted. Alt. Yeah, yeah. So we're back to our webinar page here, our webinar screen. Again, we're going to go into setting center by pressing insert plus numero six. Zoom software. Jaw setting center dialog. Search. Tap control to mute that. I'm going to press control shift D. Jaw setting center. To and I'll make it be quiet again. And we're in that search edit field just like we were before. But instead of typing everything in like I did, and, and you can do that. It does get you there. I'll tell you the way that I do this, just because to me it seems uh, there's less keystrokes. I'll press tab to get to the tree view. Tree view, level zero, user closed, one of 26. And I'll press S until I reach speech and sound schemes. Speech verbosity closed, speech options closed, speech and sound schemes closed. There it is, SSS gets me there. So that's the way I like to do it. If you prefer to use the, uh, the search edit field, you're welcome to do that and do speech or speech and sound or however you want to get there. Okay, so there's two ways to do this. You've now been exposed to both ways, and you can choose whichever way you like best, right? Okay. So let me get down here. I got ahead of my notes simply because I can't do both. <laughs> I can't read and press keys at the same time. Um, so we've we've gone to the branch and done some of those things. Okay. And we looked at our three items. I should have broken this up by headers, right? Or headings. They would have been much more logical. So let's see how we select a sound scheme. We're at the, uh, the sound scheme branch. And just so you know, uh, I've sort of alluded to this, but... By default, when you're in Word, JAWS uses a different speech and sound scheme um, than in the default configuration. So there's some things that, JAW, that JAWS wants to do differently when you're in Microsoft Word. Let's take a look at that. What I'm going to do to make this work is I'm going to drop out of here again. I know, ho-hum. Escape, Zoom, Webinar, Mute, Currently Unmuted, Alt plus A button. Thank you. And we're going to go to a document, a little document I've got about St. Petersburg. St. Pete.RTF Compatibility Mode. Okay, and there's our document. Compatibility Mode, because the document's been around for a long time. Now we'll go back to uh, our setting center, back to the speech and sound schemes. And I'm not going to talk us through. We're just going to get there quickly, okay? Word jaw settings. Now, Word jaw setting center. So you heard that the configuration that's set now is not the default configuration, not the Zoom configuration, but setting center is running the application file, the configuration file rather, for the Word application and all of the little tweaks, changes, um, customizations that are made for Word. Let's press tab. Three view user close. And S three times. Speech, speech, speech and sound schemes closed. Here we go. Let's press right arrow. Speech and sound schemes open. open three the branch down arrow. Level one active speech and sound scheme word classic one of three speech and sound schemes. Aha! Did you hear something different? When we were in the default configuration, the the speech and sound scheme that is invoked and is there by default is classic. What we're in now is word classic. So it's slightly different. And just to let you know, um, one of the things that is done in the word classic configuration is that things like subscript and superscript uh, are, are suppressed. They're turned off so that when you're reading through text, JAWS doesn't do funny things like let us let us pretend we're getting to the date in the text and it says March 24th, March 24th. Uh, you may have noticed in some instances 
uh, does it to me in, in Outlook email all the time. It will say March superscript 24th and superscript, that kind of thing. When you're wanting to read smoothly through text, that, that sort of adds a little bit of a, a, a disruption. It breaks that smoothness. <laughs> so one of the things that is done in Word is that that is suppressed. So in the Word Classic, it won't say superscript and superscript as you're reading through dates and things like that. So there are some changes that are made in the way JAWS is handling speech and sounds, and they're customized for Word. That's why it has its own default sound scheme. Okay, so what I want us to do is take a look at the sound scheme dialog, and we're going to we're going to uh, actually be able to choose a different sound scheme. Now, I can do this a couple of ways. Remember, I said we could go into this dialog. Well, before I do, let us just pretend because we just did. We've come to the tree view. We're on that first of three items, which tells us what the active sound scheme is. Active speech and sound scheme, word classic, one of three, okay. speech and sound schemes. One of three, because our other two is a description, and then the modify dot dot dot. So if I press space. Space, attributes and colors, one of 21. Space, classic, two of 21. Space, classic with flows to and flows from. Okay, so there's 21 different choices right now. I could press space and cycle through all of those, but that's tedious. Uh, if you have an interest and a lot of time and you want to do it that way, you certainly can. But if I press the F6 key. Speech and sound schemes page. Active speech and sound scheme combo box. Classic with flows to and flows from 3 of 21. Alt plus S. I go to this page, the speech and sound scheme page, and my cursor and focus is immediately put on a combo containing all 21 different schemes. Okay, so I can I can select the scheme that I want. So let's get back to the Word Classic. Okay, Web Red Day Crowd Word Classic 21 of 21. And I used first letter navigation to get me there quickly. I press W then W again. If I press Tab at this point, um, the I move from the schemes combo to the description of what this scheme does. So let's press Tab. WW scheme description read only edit alt plus D. So WW it just had buffered the two keystrokes that I had had made. So let's read this together. Text options text options switched off except that's a Oops, let's start at the top though, shall we? Top of file jaws will behave like prior versions with format and text options switched off except that subscripts and superscripts are suppressed. Superscripts are suppressed. And that's the bottom. I just arrowed down through that. So it basically told you what I told you before. And the other piece you heard was just like in the classic view, that's the default for the rest of your UI. Um, all of your other attributes and things are turned off. And in this instance, subscript and superscript are also suppressed. At this point, I can tab again. And when I do, let's tab. Modify schemes dot 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 button. There's, there's the modify schemes button, and we're going to look at that in just a few moments. So, if I want to modify a scheme, I can select one. I can go back around. Active speech and sound scheme combo box. Word classic twenty one of twenty one. And that combo. I'm not going to do it again. You saw how we had to select word classic. So that's how that is done. Now let's. I'm going to take us to a different classic, or not classic scheme, a different sound scheme. So I guess I will show you one more time how to do that. And we're going to use the St. Pete file that we have open as a demo, as a kind of a um, a mule to on which to perform. Have you ever gotten a document from somebody, maybe somebody at work, maybe a friend who sent you an attachment with an email, and they say, hey, I've made some changes to what you did, and uh, my stuff is in red, Okay. They have red text, or this text is in red. This is important. Uh, when you read through this, please note the stuff that's in red. And they have got the, the, the font color red, and everything else might be in black or blue or whatever they want to use. That's sort of been a source of frustration for me, for me. Now, I could go through and I could have JAWS tell me. You can press the insert number 5 uh, anytime and, and know what color things are under the active cursor, but that would be tedious when I'm doing... Um, I'm trying to read through a document. So one of the speech and sound schemes, let me, let's go back to it. 
I'm going to press the home button. Home attributes and colors, one of 21. We have attributes and colors, first one. Let's hear the description for that, see if I can make it do it a little more smoothly this time. Here we go, ready? Top of file, JAWS will announce attribute and color changes as you navigate text. Short, sweet, to the point. So as we navigate, JAWS will tell us about attribute changes and colors. What that means is, is, <laughs> um, let us pretend we start at, I don't know, Calibri 11 point, and we get to a spot in the text where it changes to 14 point. Uh, and maybe a different different uh, font type. And JAWS will say, I don't know, Arial 18 point. And as long as it doesn't change again, it stays Arial 18 point, JAWS won't tell us any attributes anymore. But if the attributes change again, maybe it goes back to Calibri 11 point, JAWS will announce that. Um, you may hear when we come into the St. Pete document, JAWS may tell us the uh, foreground and background color. And if that doesn't change, it won't announce it again. It's not going to keep telling it to you. It just will tell you when it changes. And we've got a couple of words in this document written in red, and JAWS will tell us when we pass that red text, just as if we were having to look for the red text in this hypothetical scenario I said where somebody said, look for the red text. Okay. Uh, we're on the description. I'll shift tab just so you can hear what our combo is set to. Active speech and sound scheme combo box attributes and colors one of twenty one. Okay. Oh, plus S. So let's get out of this dialogue. I'm going to press F six. Tree view. Active speech and sound scheme attributes and colors one of three. We're taken back to the tree view and setting center. We just we just changed panes. That's all we did. And you'll notice now that um, uh, attributes and colors uh, is the active sound scheme. Now we still have to apply this. I'm going to tab. Read only edit. Use this combo yeah, box. Yeah. Apply button. Alt plus A. Now I've got a couple of options. I can press space on the apply button and it will apply it. Or OK button. I can tab one more time to OK and it should apply it as well. Space. Saint-Pete.rtf compatibility mode word. Edit. Okay, let's. Slang. White background. Normal. Saint Petersburg, Florida. Okay, now what I did was I arrowed down once to the blank line. I arrowed up. And you got white, white, <laughs> white background and normal. I'm going to press say all. Let's listen to this. It's not too long. St. Petersburg, Florida. Bold heading level one introduction. Normal from the sparkling blue waters of a modern downtown waterfront to sunsets on the Gulf beaches only a 10-minute ride from downtown. St. Petersburg offers residents and red visitors black an exciting variety of things to do and underline places to go. Normal. Bold italic heading level two features and attractions. Normal, we have a growing economy, a major league baseball team, and year-round sunshine. There are more than 100 lush green parks, boating, fishing, and sailing venues. These modern entertainment facilities make St. Petersburg an excellent place to live, work, and underline play normal. Bold italic heading level two history. Bold heading level three earliest history. Normal, St. Petersburg was explored by the red Spanish adventurer Black Juan Ponce de Leon. De Leon arrived here in 1521 while searching for the fountain of youth. He was followed by explorers Pantilo de Narvas in 1528 and Hernando de Soto in 1539. Bold heading level 319, bold superscript, TH, bold century exploration and growth. Normal, the city was later explored by pioneers in the 1800s, including General John Williams. General Williams. Okay, that's enough. You guys want to come to St. Pete now? Is it attractive? Notice that superscript is back because I changed out of the word classic scheme. And we're, it's pretty much, we're in what, what, what would be the classic scheme, but I've, we were using the one that's turned on attributes and colors. But notice what you got. When there was a change, JAWS would announce it red, black, bold, normal, underline. That could be annoying unless you really need to look for this. And if you need to find these attributes and know these attributes, you now have a sound scheme that will tell them for you. Okay. So that's how that change works. Let me tell you something else. Are you ready? If you don't want to go through all of the steps we did to get into the speech and sounds uh, manager dialog there to change your speech and sound, okay, to change your default sound scheme, all you have to do is press Alt plus S. Alt plus S. Let's do that. Alt S, upper ribbon, expanded, reference, escape. <laughs> the city was Only if I tell you the right command. Oh, goodness. Insert Alt plus S. See, I should never read and talk at the same time. And I know this, too. Insert Alt S. 
Those of you who heard me say Alt S said that can't be. Insert Alt S. Select a scheme dialog. List one, list view, attributes and colors. Three of twenty-two. Now that's much, much faster than doing it the way we did. Let's press W to get back to Word Classic, shall we? Web Rende Crowd, 20, Word Classic, 22 of 22. And I can press Enter. Enter, switch to Scheme Word Classic, edit. Ah, fast. Isn't that great? So if you want to change from one sound scheme to another, let's say somebody does do that red text thing to you, you press Insert, Alt, S, you'll get the list of available sound schemes, and you can just change them on the fly. So that's pretty handy, I think. Go to the list, pick the one you want. If you remember what it's called, you can use first letter navigation and press enter when you've got it. Let's talk about modifying a sound scheme now. Okay, we're going to, to modify our sound scheme because I don't mind what it does, but I want to make it better. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do in this instance is we're going to modify uh, the classic sound scheme, the, the word classic or classic word sound screams sounds yeah right sound scream the classic word sound scheme uh, to make it do a little more of what I want it to do and just as a demo okay so we've got to get back into our sound schemes I want to modify it so we'll go through these steps that you already know right insert number six word jaw setting center dialogue search I won't talk you through all of it Preview level zero. User closed. Speech verbose. Speech option. Speech and sound schemes closed. Speech and sound schemes. Oak level one. Active speech and sound scheme. Word classic. One of three. Speech and sound schemes. Okay. So we need to get back over to that other pane, that 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 dialogue that we had. Remember. So let's press F6. Speech and sound schemes page. Active speech and sound scheme combo box. Word classic 21 of 21. And we're, plus S. and we're going to move to the modify schemes button. Let's just tab to it. Scheme description read only edit. Alt modify schemes dot 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 button. Alt plus M. And we'll press space here. Space. Word classic modify schemes dialog. Select scheme combo box. Word classic 21 of 21. Alt plus C. So I'm in a dialog. I'm in a combo where I can select the the scheme that I want to modify and in this case I'm going to stay right on the current scheme which is the word classic which I said backwards a moment ago sorry if I tab scheme description read only edit alt plus r there's the description I'm not going to read that again if I tab again edit selected scheme button alt plus e ah here's what we want the edit selected scheme button mm. I can invoke this and this opens the multi-page dialog uh, used to modify a scheme so I can do that. But let's tab again. Let's see what else we have here. Save selected scheme button. Alt plus S. So I can save the selected scheme if I've made any changes. Let's tab again. Save selected scheme as button. Alt plus A. There's a save as, which everybody's pretty much familiar with if I want to make changes. And then save this scheme as a new scheme. I can do that. Create new scheme button. Alt plus N. Or I can create new scheme. And that's what I'm going to do here. So let's press space on this create new scheme button. Space, modify schemes, word classic dialog, untitled edit scheme dialog, general page, general page, scheme description, edit, alt plus D. So it says that I'm modifying the word classic scheme. Here's my description. Except that subscript, jaw, jaw will behave here. like prior versions with format and text options switched off. So we won't read the whole thing, but guess what? You notice that description sounds a whole lot like the word classic description because it is. When you do create a new scheme, one of the neat things that JAWS does is it lets you start with the active scheme. You don't have to rebuild everything from scratch. And this is great if you just want to make a few changes, which is what we're going to do. So we can create a new sound scheme um, building on top of the currently selected sound scheme. Okay, That I have found pretty handy. So let's look at what we've got here. Let's tab. We were on the description now. OK button. There's an OK button. Cancel button. General tab. All right. So this is a multi-page dialog. You notice it said general tab. So I can use left and right arrow uh, to, to move from tab to tab. And look at the stuff that we can actually change and control. Let's press right arrow here. Control type tab. So control type. This is, there's, uh, is it 80, 80, let's list go. One, list view, three state button speak control type using normal voice, one of 84. 84 different things, different controls. And you'll notice a bunch of things. This one is 
um, state uh, the control type. It, it you state it, and it says state normal voice. Let's let's arrow down. Body speak control type using normal voice two of eighty four. Okay, speak the body of something. Button speak control type using normal voice three of eighty four. So if I find a button, I encounter a button, and this you're going to have more of if you're on the internet. Let's say if I'm browsing a, an internet page and I come across a button right now, Jaws is set to announce using normal voice button. It's going to tell you the type of control, okay? Control type using, speak the control type using a normal voice. What I want to change for this St. Pete document is it's got a lot of headings in it, all the way up to heading level 6, I think. So let's press H here. Header bar speak control type using normal voice, 33 of 84. Header bar. Heading level 1 speak control type using normal voice, 34 of 84. So the control type or the element, is a heading at level 1. We've, we've done this in Word a lot. You heard them go by in the St. Pete document. And every time you're reading along, it says heading level 1, heading level 2, heading level 3. What if I want to have JAWS not interrupt the flow of text by saying heading level whatever, but instead I want to make it, I want to have it make a sound. Right now it's set to uh, speak the control type using normal voice. Let's tab to a list of, or to a, uh, a a set of radio buttons. Okay, I've, I've chosen my thing, my control, ostensibly. It's heading at level one. Let's press tab. Speak control type radio button checked, one of four, alt plus T. I've got four radio buttons. I can speak the control type using the normal voice. Let's down arrow. Change voice radio button checked, two of four, alt I can, plus V. I can change the voice, so let's, let's pretend that when I get to a heading at levels one through six, or even just level one if I want to. I might make it use the big Rocco voice. I can't do Rocco very well. But maybe I want headings spoken at different voices. I could even do a different voice for each heading and change the pitch and be kind of clever. But I don't want speech to interrupt announce headings. Let's arrow down one more time. Play sound radio button checked. Three or four. I can have, sorry, I can have Jaws play a sound. And that's what I actually want to accomplish so that headings are still indicated to me, but not announced using speech. So we can just read through our text nice and cleanly. Let's arrow down one more time. Ignore radio button checked. 404. And then there's, there's also ignore. I keep talking over the hotkey. Sorry. There's also ignore. And JAWS will not ignore the text. It will still read the text, but it won't announce. In this instance, it won't announce heading at level one for you. It just ignores it. So let's arrow up to play a sound. Play sound radio button checked. Three or four. Alt that's, plus P. That's what I want it to do. Let's tab. Select wave file button. Alt plus W. So JAWS has a fairly extensive library of wave files you can use. I'm going to press space here. Space. Edit scheme. Untitled dialog. Select sound dialog. List one. List view. Ascend. Dot wav. One. And there's a bunch of these. There's 209 different wave files to play with. Um. We're not going to listen to them all. You guys can do this on your own time because <laughs> we're, we're moving through our time here. I'm going to press PIA to get to piano. And for headings at level one, I want to do piano playing C. And I can press space here or I can tab one time a, play button, alt plus P. to the play button. Just so you know, if you're on the list and you press space, it'll play it. Space. Okay, let's mute speech for a minute. Speech mute. Okay, that's what it's going to do for headings at level one. Full speech. Once I've selected my wave, I tab. Browse dot 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 button. Tab again. Okay button. To okay, and I press space. Space. Modify schemes. Word classic dialogue. Untitled. I'm going to stop that. Let's shift tab. Play sound radio button checked. Three of four. Again. Alt, alt, list one list view. Heading level one. Play sound piano one C dot wav. Thirty four of eighty four. Okay, so it tells you now. P- heading level one. Play sound piano C. So I'm going to do this rather quickly with the next few headings, just so you can get an idea. Heading level two, speak control type using normal. I just arrow down, let's tab. Speak control type radio. Select my radio button. Change voice radio button, play sound radio button checked, three or four, alt T- plus P. Tab again. Select wave file button, alt plus Press space. Space, edit scheme on. And PIA. A, piano 2C to P, P, piano 4C to F, piano 4F, piano 5G dot wav. And I just arrowed down through, G dot wave, and we'll select that. So, heading level 1 plays a C, heading level 2 plays G. Browse dot to OK button, space, modify schemes, word. We'll do this again. 
Display sound radio button checked. Three of four. Alt plus P. List one. List view. Heading level two. Heading level three. Speak control. Speak control type radio. Select voice alias button. I almost didn't set my radio button. Did you catch me? Change voice radio. Play sound radio. Select wave file button. Space. Edit scheme untitled. Okay. And we will do high C for heading at level three. Piano 7 B dot piano 7 C to B dot piano 8 C to C dot wav 1 piano 8 C dot wav 124 of 209 play browse the okay button enter modify I'm not playing each one of those some of you may be chafing at that but I just want to get a setup here list one list view heading left now my apologies thinking about this now I should have had this file set up for you and I did not so I will do one more we'll do heading at level four Heading level four, speak control type using speak, play sound radio button, select wave file space, edit scheme untitled. And heading level four, we're going to do a little bit differently. We've done for level one, low C, for level two, G, for level three, high C. I'm not going to try and hum those for you, by the way. For level four, so that you know that this is now heading at level four, we're going to change how it sounds a little bit. We're going to do piano C. To D sounds like this. Space, right? I know space got in the way. Bing, bing. C D. Okay, and that way, when you hear two notes and they're low like that, you know, oh, that's that's heading at level four. So we're building in some acoustic cues real quickly here. Browse dot dot. Okay, but enter. Modify schemes. Word classic. Now I actually built this file with six different headings on it. Um, I just hate to 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 go forever, so. Play sound radio button checked. Three or four. Um, I'll leave it at that, I guess. I would have liked to have built in the other two headings, five and six. List one. Um, but again, I want to be sensitive to our time. And you'll get the idea. So when we've done enough, let's tab. Play sound. Select wave file button. OK button. We press enter on OK. Space. Save as dialog. File name. Edit combo. Untitled.smf. Alt plus N. So it wants me to name this file, which is perfectly reasonable. We're going to call it Tone just because I'm not that clever, and we'll press tab. Tone, save as type, combo box, speech man, toolbar, hide folders, button, save button, alt plus S. Here's my save button, I'll press space. Space, word, jaw, setting, center, dialog, tone, modify, schemes, dialog, create new scheme button, alt plus N. So I've gone through those steps, and we've sa- we've given it a file name now. And I'm going to tab. Let's look at the rest of the dialogue we're in. Delete selected scheme button. Alt plus D. Don't want to delete the selected scheme. OK button. There's an OK button. Cancel button. Select scheme. Combo box. Tone 20 of 22. Alt. Scheme description. Read only edit. Alt plus R. Now, normally, I would write a description here. I would add to what's already here. Top of file. JAWS will behave like prior versions with format and text options switched off, except that subscripts and superscripts are suppressed. Okay, that's the that's what it does. Except we've added a new element here. So I will I will do this quickly. Space. Okay. Whoops, can't spell. Don't watch me spell; makes me nervous. <laughs> um, period. Blank. Blank. Space. Headings will be indicated by. Tones. Tones. Okay. Period. Edit selected scheme button. Alt save selected scheme button. Alt plus so S. We've tabbed again to save selected scheme. I'll press space here. Space. Okay, and I'll tab. Save selected scheme as button. Alt plus A. Create new scheme. Delete selected. Okay button. And I'll go okay. I'll press space on it. Space. Jaws setting center dialog. Do you want to make tone the active scheme for Word? Yes button. Alt plus Y. Ah, uh, the question. Do I want to make this the active scheme for Word? And you notice it's specific to Word because we kept the Word configuration file uh, invoked. And I'm going to press space on yes. Space, speech and sound, schemes page, modify schemes, dot, 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 button, alt okay, plus Okay, so let's tab. Active speech and sound, scheme, combo box, tone, 20 of 22, alt plus. So we've created this new thing. Let's press F6 to get back to our tree view. Tree view, active speech and sound, scheme, tone, one of three. And we'll apply this. Actually, I'm going to tab to OK. Read only edit. Apply button. OK button. And press space. Space. Saint-Pete.rtf compatibility mode word. Let's go to the top of our document. Top of- now, you're not going to hear uh, our colors and that kind of thing. I do not believe. Blank. St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. But let's go ahead and say all. We'll read down through here. and Listen to the headings. 
St. Petersburg, Florida Introduction mm -hmm. From the sparkling blue waters of a modern downtown waterfront The sunsets on the Gulf Beach is only a 10-minute ride from downtown St. Petersburg offers residents and visitors an exciting variety of things to do and places to go Features and attractions We have a growing economy, a major two. league baseball team, and year-round sunshine There are more than 100 lush green parks, boating, fishing, and sailing venues These modern entertainment facilities make St. Petersburg an excellent place to live, work, and play History, earliest history Heading St. Level Petersburg two, level was and you get the idea. Do you see how that works? Heading level four would have given us the dun dun, which is set up. But I won't. I won't read us all the way through. But do you get the idea on how this works? It's really pretty handy, in my opinion, and um, it it works well. You can set this up to play sounds if you need it to. Uh, we've do, we're doing piano. You could make it change the voices, as I said earlier. You've got a lot of flexibility when you're setting up uh, speech and sound schemes. Uh, for word and and make it make it fill your need. Uh, any questions? We have a hand. Unfortunately, I need to be made host again. Lucy, if you're able to, can you take care of that, please? I sent you a text earlier. So until that happens, not at this time. Uh oh. Did we lose her, or is she just very busy? She's in Clubhouse. She's unmuted, but... Okay. Yeah, when I disconnected her, I gave hosting back to her. I'm working on it, Travis. Okay. I'm working right. on it. Don't mean to give you any stress. Sorry. No stress, Lucy. Just want to make sure that you heard. That's all. If you have another point, maybe make that while she's doing that. Okay, oh. there you are. Thanks, Lucy. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Okay, we have one hand. Let's give Anisio permission to talk. Anisio. Hello, Ron. Thanks so much for the uh, for the session. Sure. I have two, two quick questions. One, when you went through the um, when you were tabbing around and you had an option to Create before creating new, you had to save as. If you right. save as with a different name, is that the same thing as creating new? That's one question. And then for I have another one. Well, for all intents and purposes, yeah. Because, and I say this because save as is going to start as just like in Word. If I do a save as on a document, it's it sort of flips the page and lets me create a new document name and everything. And all it right. starts us with, uh, starts us where we are. And you'll notice that when I did create new, it also started us where we were. It grabbed all of the, mm -hmm. the stuff that was set from our current uh, speech and sounds file and applied it immediately to this new file. So it, it did not force a, a blank slate. So, yeah, I, I, I would say, right. I will say that for all intents and purposes, yes. And, the, and then the other question, um, when you started, uh, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I was not able to, to hear, to uh, attend the, the webinar from the beginning. So you may have covered this. Uh -huh. But when you use the example of someone sends you a document and says, I put something in red that I want you to look at, mm -hmm. instead of having to go through the, uh, to the document to find out when the color changes to red, is there a way of searching for the red color? You know what? That's a good question. I don't have an immediate answer. I've never tried that. I do not believe there is. I don't think you can tell, I don't think you can tell JAWS find red. That would um, be really helpful. It's a long document. <laughs> it would be, it no would be pretty cool. Yeah. Now, one thing you can do if you're reading with a refreshable Braille display is you can set JAWS to indicate colors by using dot seven and eight to underline or highlight text. And you might um, flip down through really quickly and see if you can feel it really fast because you don't need to read it. You're just skimming by. Right. Right. Um, that's one way to do it. The other way that I would do it, I think, is instead of having JAWS say red, blue, green, whatever, I would set up a specific sound for red and crank my speech rate up really fast. And when mm -hmm. I heard the key sound, I'd whack control. Well, I wouldn't whack it. I shouldn't say that. I would press control to stop speech and then review what, what I've stopped on. That's right. probably the next I, I think that, I think there's a way of searching for attributes, but I, I just don't know about colors. There I, may be. Search, yeah. No, there really may be, and I, 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 I don't claim to to know everything there is to know about Jaws. I can't. It just wouldn't be true because there's so many yeah. permutations. Now, okay. write us a note 
Armiller at Vispero or write to our training. And if you want, I'll try and dig that up for you and find out. I know people who know. <laughs> so Great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're here. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Any other questions? Not in Zoom. Do we have any in Clubhouse? Anybody in Clubhouse? Nope. Wow. Okay. Well, I will show you. The one other thing I want to show you is how to delete a sound scheme. Let's say you've set something up and one of two things happen. You you aren't using it anymore because you just aren't doing the same kinds of tasks. Or you set it up and you find it annoying. Now, you already know how to modify it. So you could go in and, and modify it and make it less annoying. But let's pretend, let's say in this instance, um, I think I'm going to go finish up, just parenthetically, I'm going to go finish up that, that tones sound scream. I'll actually recreate it. Because I really do like the way that flows. Um, I I think it's kind of cool. That's <laughs> just me. But let us pretend I don't like it. It annoys me. Let's say I instead of using a piano, I use some other sound. We've got scissors. We've got matches being lit and, and, and weights being dropped and clay pots being clonked and all kinds of sounds you can use. Let's say I used some really obnoxious buzzer sounds or something to indicate headings. Um, so I want to get rid of, I want to delete this uh, particular sound scheme and we'll go ahead and use our our tone scheme as the uh, the guinea pig so let me show you how to do that okay let me make sure i'm back where i think i am here yep okay so let's let's delete this sound scheme that'll be the last thing i want to show you and if there's any other questions we'll take them here we go now remember how we got there i'm not going to go through the list of keystrokes again unless somebody really has to hear that again if so you can raise your hand and we'll take it as a question Oops. Word jaws setting center dialogue search box edit control plus E. Preview level speech 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 and sound schemes closed speech and sound scheme level one active speech and sound scheme tone one of three speech and sound schemes. So we're back in the tree view. Let's press F6. Speech and sound schemes page active speech and sound scheme combo box tone twenty of twenty two alt plus S. Now, tone is selected because it is the active speech and sound scheme, but you can navigate in this combo and select a different sound scheme that you want to delete but for this exercise we'll just use tone scheme description read only edit modify schemes dot 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 button modify tab again active speech and sound scheme. we just wrap around to the combo so we have to modify let's shift tab back to the modify button modify schemes dot 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 button oh. dot 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 let's press the button space tone modify schemes dialog select scheme combo box tone 20 of 22 alt plus c so tone is selected let's tab scheme description read only edit selected scheme button alt save selected scheme button alt Save selected scheme as button, Alt plus A. Create new scheme button, Alt plus N. And finally, tab one more time. Delete selected scheme button, Alt plus D. Let's press, excuse me, let's press space here. Space, modify schemes, tone dialog, modify schemes, dialog. Are you sure you want to delete the tone scheme? No button, Alt plus N. Now JAWS gives you a last chance not to do that because you'll have to rebuild it. If you've gone to great lengths to do an elaborate sound scheme, I, I had one for a long, for a while. Uh, for HTML files, uh, well, and for browsing the web where I had links would make a sound and checkboxes would make a different kind of a pen checking sound. And if they were unchecked, they'd make a different noise. I mean, I did cues for all kinds of stuff. So the text would just be read, but I'd still get indications of elements. If you've built an elaborate sound scheme, JAWS gives you one last chance to say, no, no, I don't want to do that. So it focuses on the no button. I'm going to tab. Yes, button, alt plus Y. And I'll press space. Space, word, jaw, setting, center, dialog, classic, modify, schemes, dialog, select, scheme, combo, box, classic, 2 of 21, alt plus C. So, tone is gone, jaws goes back to classic, which is the default outside of word. But let's go back to word classic, so things will read right, and I won't hear subscript, superscript in places I don't want it, and other stuff. Let's press W. Web rent a crowd, 20 of 21. We'll press W again. Uh-oh, where'd it go? www word classic when <laughs> there's my okay that's annoying um those are the three w's i was pressing trying to get it to work and i'll press tab word classic modify schemes dialog scheme description Re i don't want to modify it tab edit selected scheme button alt plus e tab save selected scheme button alt save selected scheme as button create new scheme okay button there's my OK button. Press space. Space. Jaws setting center dialog. Do you want to make Word Classic the active scheme for Word? Yes button. Alt plus Y. 
Yes, I do. I'll press space. Space, speech and sound, schemes, page, modify, schemes, dot, 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 button, alt, plus M. And if I press tab. Active speech and sound, scheme, combo, box, word, classic, 21 of 21, alt, plus S. So that's what's in the combo. It's selected. We'll press F6. Tree view, active speech and sound, scheme, word. Takes us back to the tree view. I'm going to tab to OK and press space. Read only, edit, apply button, OK button, menu, system, alt, plus space. Okay. And... There is, there is the, how do I say, that is how you will delete a sound scheme. So, questions, comments, comments, questions. Checking, no hands here. <laughs> okay. Well. That means that you did a perfect job. I, that or they're all sleeping, as I say often. <laughs> um that that is that actually concludes everything. I you know I, we could go in and play with this and do some things, but we don't really have time to to get uber creative here. Yeah, you got about eight minutes exactly. So I was hoping for a few more questions. I scheduled in time for them, so we may just have to stop a little early, and that's okay. But remember, if something occurs to you and you want to get in touch with me, uh, always. R. Miller, R-M-I-L-L-E-R, at Vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O, dot com. I'm not going to give that to you phonetically. I think it's fairly apparent. Uh, sorry, fairly understandable. R. Miller at Vispero, dot com. Um, go to our training department. Remember, check out the webinars we have um, and other training materials. Also, these community webinars are archived. So if there's one that you wanted to listen to again, go back and find it. It's available on the, uh, oh, well, what is the site called? Um, isn't it ACB Community now? By Isn't it a standalone site? I don't have ACB no key. Yeah, the podcasts. Yeah. Yep. What's the site? What's the address? Do you know? If you don't, it's okay. Isn't acbmedia.org? Yes, acbmedia.org. <laughs> acbmedia.org. <laughs> it's a good thing you remembered, okay, because it's not in front of me. My... Uh, my sound scheme notes are still in front of me, so, you know. Um, so do tap those resources because they can be super handy for you. And on that note, I'll thank everybody for joining us. I know we're going out a little bit early, but unless there's questions, we are complete for this particular webinar. <laughs>